Good Monday morning. It was so uh, quiet out here and um, just kind of the sound of birds. Thought I thought it'd be sweet to come outside today. <laughs> There's a boat coming now. Perfect. Anyway, um, this week in my regular reading time, Bible reading time, I've been reading about the life of David. And if you know the story of David, you know that David was on the run from King Saul for eight years. And this is after he um, has been anointed to be king, so he knows the destiny that awaits him. And yet here he is in these eight tormenting years running from this man who he truly wanted to love like a son. And there is this passage. So he comes to um, become ruler of Judah after Saul has died and he reigns and rules in Judah for uh, seven years and like six months, I think, before he finally comes to become king of all of Israel because Saul had a son that was ruling in Israel. And so David finally takes the headship of, of Israel. And I've never seen this passage before. Maybe it's a translation I'm reading. I'm reading the Moffat translation this year. And <clears throat> it's in chapter 5, verse 10 through 12. And it says, David became greater and greater for the eternal God of hosts was on his side. And when Hiram, the king of Tyre, sent messages to David with cedar logs, carpenters, and masons who built a palace for him. Listen to this. David realized the eternal God had set him to be king over Israel and had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people, Israel. So, basically, it's the moment that David realizes the bigger picture of God. That God has a bigger picture, a bigger purpose, a bigger plan than David could have ever realized. <clears throat> and I thought about that. There's this scene in this movie. I'm not going to tell you the movie because some, it's controversial to some people. But anyway, there's this scene in a movie. And I, I, I tell people about this scene all the time because it's such a picture of our lives. And there is this guide walking this man through what looks like this, this forest. And he's just being slapped in the face with, with all of these... Um, flowers and he doesn't know what and all and the guide asks him what do you see and he says I see a mess that's all I see I just see a mess and this man is angry he's hurting um he's walked through horrific heartbreak and loss and right after he says all I see is a mess you see the camera and it goes up to like some kind of drone footage and and all of a sudden what looks like a mess to him in this you know one foot view maybe at time one inch view as the camera pulls up and you get the 20,000 foot view 
it's this gorgeous garden, meaning God had a purpose far greater and he was working something far more beautiful than the temporary one inch weed perspective that we often get in life. And I thought about our lives and how some of us walk through seasons like David did where here he's been given this promise and yet here it is, you know, almost 16 years longer before he ever actually steps up to become king of Israel and realizes, oh my goodness, this is about so much more than me because God is always working for a bigger picture and a bigger purpose about things that are so much more than us. Years ago, I was sitting in the hospital room of my Nashville mom. It was her husband. He was at the end of life stages with dementia. And I was spending the night with her at the hospital and I had crammed my body in these two little chairs I had pushed together. And I'm listening to his labored breathing and I'm watching her laying there exhausted on this little pull-out chair. And I asked the Lord, I'm like, Lord, why, why are you keeping him here? What is this about? And I felt the Holy Spirit impress on my heart these words, every breath is purposed. And I'll add even when we don't understand. And I thought maybe God was keeping him there a little longer because he was working in the heart of his children or working in the heart of a nurse or a heart of a doctor or who knows what God's big picture is about. But just like David, I think we can and all should realize that our lives are never just this micro life. It is a macro existence. It is about being so much bigger and greater than even what we're going through right now. And David had a moment when he realized, oh my goodness, it's not because you wanted me, David, to be king and I was a man after your own heart. It's because you have a plan and purpose for Israel. This isn't about me. This is about a bigger work that you're doing. It's a real place of surrender to come to. So I just wanted to encourage you today and ask, maybe ask your heart a question. Who is God setting me up for? Out of the greatest, one of the greatest losses in my life, maybe out of the both of the greatest losses of my life, Losing my marriage and never having children of my own, a ministry was born because it wasn't really at the end of the day about me, but God is always moving in a larger story. So just food for thought today, even in the most painful seasons of our life, even if you're in them now, God really is working in a larger story. That just blessed me this week. I've never seen it before. And I just pray on this Monday morning, it blesses you. And wow, it stayed really quiet out here. Except for Gracie down here. Gnawing on her bone. 